the national champion is clad in you know. big orange. Alabama does it. National championship number 18. 13 in all. Absolute perfection. 20, 10, He's got it. Inbound. Touchdown, Titans. There are no flags on the field. It's a miracle. Tennessee has pulled a miracle. It's the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. A visit with Drake Holly and friends talking about the magical world of sports in Middle Tennessee. And welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake with Coach Mike in the studio, and it is Friday, October 6th. And uh, the first weekend in October. And folks, if you can't get excited about some sports the first week in the month of October, then I just suggest. You just don't have a sports pulse. I just (laughs) suggest crawling back under a rock somewhere and and, and sleeping until, (laughs) you know, after the Super Bowl, I guess. But uh, first thing. Speaking of rocks and days and all that stuff, let me clarify something yesterday from yesterday. Okay. Okay. I mentioned that we were entering into a set of days where we would have, I I used the term 79 days of football that was going to be college or pro football that was going to be on TV somewhere, somehow, some cable station. I need to correct that. Okay. uh, Because I was a little high on that estimate and it's not an estimate. It's, it's the deal. It was going to be 49 okay. days. I had. Right. Well, I can't just, read my own writing sometimes. Some, you know. Unfortunately, in, in my opinion, I'm a little disappointed because <laughs> not in you. I'm just disappointed we don't have 30 more days of, of, of straight nights or days with, with broadcasting That's, of football games. Uh, 49 th- days is still a lot of football. Pretty good stretch. Yes, it's, it's a pretty still, good stretch. And but, that, that's uh, pretty much up between now and Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, you know. That's a, that's a lot of football, um, and we're looking forward to it. Now, there was football played last night, and congratulations locally to the Whitthorn Middle School Tigers as they were victorious over the Battle Creek Bears that uh, uh, in the Murray County uh, Public School Middle School Championship Championships uh, that was played at Lindsey Nelson Stadium last night. And... Um, uh, Withorn, um, who is coached by our colleague here at the station, James Dickinson. He's the head coach and also in charge of advertising sales here at WKOM and WKRM. And uh, Coach Dixon is the head coach of the Tigers, Withorn. And they had a perfect season, Coach. They went 9-0. and including, That includes last night's championship uh, for Murray County as they beat – like I said, the Battle Creek Bears, thirty-four to twelve, um, and not take anything away from the Bears, they ended up seven and two on their season, but their only two losses were to the, the champion Whitthorn Middle School Tigers, and so um, really a good season for both teams. Uh, you know, both yeah. teams have a lot to be proud of, and, and uh, you know they they've had a great accomplishment in in this their season, uh, and a lot of these kids are going to be playing together. Some yeah. some of Battle Creek's guys will come over to, to Central. Uh, almost all of Whit- Whitthorn's guys will come to Central yeah. unless they transfer of some kind. 
Uh, <clears throat> now, Battle Creek at the at the moment splits between Spring Hill and with and excuse me and Central. Uh, in the near future, the high school, the new high school, Battle Creek High School is going to be built, and they will become the feeder school to that yeah. to that group. So, but right now, a lot of these guys that were playing against each other are going to be playing with each other next year as, as freshmen on their uh, respective high school team well i was fortunate enough to be asked to join on the broadcast for the game with big lou maddox last night as well as barry smooth duke uh helped us out also and um you know we just had a ball broadcasting that game and up in the marion wilhoyt press box above lindsey nelson above cartwright field in lindsey nelson stadium uh coach tradarius golf the head coach for the columbia central Lions, happened to come up into the press box we got him a headset, and I asked him, I said, Coachy, watching some of these Whitthorn players, you got to be licking your chops. I mean, these guys are eighth graders getting ready to come up into the ice. He goes, absolutely. And I said, you know, you're going to get them, get them, put some weight on them. They're going to grow. You're going to put some muscle on them in, in the weight room. And, you know, you're going to be looking at some terrific uh, future football players for Columbia Central. And he was in total agreement with me. And couldn't be happier. And I handed him a handkerchief, and he wiped the drool right off of the, <laughs> right off the side of his mouth. So, uh, so congratulations to them. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention uh, Mr. Quarterback by Lee Holloway. Now, Lee tweaked his ankle earlier in the game. Um, and uh, his backup, King Booker, came right in and uh, took over at quarterback. And then Mr. Holloway shook off his – Ankle problems, got back in the game, uh, along with uh, terrific running back play from Jamari Hall, Jamari Brown, and Anthony the A-Train Tran. Also, uh, all of those all of those guys, along with Hassan the Honey Badger Ball. Uh, and those, those kids right there, you know, they, from start to finish, they pretty much dominated at, at their positions from wide receiver to running back to defensive backs. And I'm talking these, uh, I know uh, there were interceptions made by Mr. Tran. There's a, a long run, touchdown run by the A-Train. So there was, you know, on, on both sides of the ball, because that's what you get with middle yeah. school. You have, you have premium athletes that you've got to use on offensive side and the defensive side, right, Coach? I mean, yeah, that was one of the things I noticed. I was listening to y'all last night, and, and by the way, good broadcast. Thank uh, you. you. We had Luke, a lot of you, fun. You and yeah. we both did a great job on it. But uh, listening, it seemed like that Battle Creek could not run what we call their base offense. The only way they were able to really move the ball was either going to be some kind of trick play or something like that. And then just about the time they would start getting something going yeah. – with Thorn to make a big play. Yeah. They, they get a fumble, they get a big sack, or they get a big run for a yeah. touchdown and extend their lead and never did let Battle Creek get any momentum going, which, you know, is the sign of a, of a good – of a championship-level team. And uh, uh, congratulations to Whitthorn and Coach Dickinson there for you such go. a great, great season. Great job. Absolute great job. Now, tonight, as far as normally now on Friday – during football season, we'll have the Murray County Public School Game of the Week somewhere here in Murray County. But 
All the teams we are playing away. We can't do it <laughs> unless we get up a flag football team or something yeah. like that. But that's no fun. So uh, Columbia Central well, is going. It's no fun to. It's no fun to broadcast. I just say it's fun to play. Yes, nobody wants to listen that little bit now. Nobody wants to listen. Sixty-year-old man falling down, hurting himself. So uh, now Columbia Central. Uh, we'll be on our sister station, 103.7 FM tonight, uh, as they visit Franklin County. Yes. And so that game will kick off at 7 o'clock. But the broadcast, what time do they start the broadcast? There? They'll Just, start about uh, 10 minutes before kickoff. Okay, so, so the broadcast will come on. 6.50 or so. Okay, so somewhere, let's say a quarter, let's say a quarter to 7, 6.45, be looking for the yeah. broadcast on 103.7 uh, because it's hard to get. Like Jim Ross said earlier this morning, you can't even. It's hard to get to Franklin County from Columbia. Yeah, Tennessee. you got to go prob- somewhere else. You got to go somewhere else and then go back to Franklin County. That's right. That's right. So if you're not able to make it over to Franklin County, you can listen to the ball game right here. And like I said, we don't have any other games in Murray County, so we're not doing a game of the week tonight. We're going to take the week off. And then this next Friday week, off. with fall break here in Murray County, We're all the teams are, are – This is somehow they managed to, to have all three teams that we normally cover have the bye week, have their bye week on the same week, and it just so happens to be fall break. There you go. Just so, so happens. Uh, that's the way that you know, that's so it turns out. It'll be a couple of weeks before we're back on, but, man, when we come back on, we'll be coming on with a flurry. Okay. Uh, okay. So, last yesterday afternoon, uh, I gave the Magic 8 ball a uh, – a go at the Thursday night football, the prime Amazon Prime game, Thursday night TNF. Uh, if you pay $140 to Mr. Bezos to watch stuff like that and be an Amazon Prime member. Uh, but the game between Chicago and Washington, at Washington, and the Magic 8 ball told me Washington was the pick last night. Minus six well, points. everybody else thought Washington was a pick last night. Also, they're the, facing an zero and four, an zero and four Chicago to make, team. To make things worse, the Magic Eight Ball said take the under forty four and a half total. Well, they scored <laughs> sixty points, so there goes the over under prediction. And Justin Fields, who has been looking a little bit better, really over the past couple of weeks. He and Mr. DJ Moore, uh, number two for the wide receiver for uh, Chicago, put on a show last night in D.C. as they beat the Commanders. Bears beat the Commanders 40 to 20. Looked like Um, a reincarnation of the 85 Bears. It did did last night. Well, they were all over it. Uh, Now, um, Mr. Fields, like I said, who's shown – had not not too bad of a past couple of weeks. He went 15 for 29 for 282 yards and four touchdowns. No interceptions, no fumbles, no turnovers. And we talked about that yesterday afternoon, Coach, about ball protection, especially in the pros. Fump interceptions uh, can happen. You know, they can get tipped, different things. You can be hit as you're throwing the ball. Different things can happen on interceptions. But fumbling the ball away – is that is, player's responsibility. Is a no-no. Yeah, that's that's where you can control that completely. Now, his his counterpart, Sam Howe, who played at uh, University of North Carolina for Mac Brown, fine quarterback. He's a rookie. He went 37 for 51, had 51 passing attempts. 
He hit well, when you're tw- when you're 12 and 14 points behind the whole game. You've got you, to do, you, you've got to do that, do right? Something. He's uh, 37 and for 51 for 388 yards, about 100 yards more than Justin Fields. Two touchdowns and one interceptions. One interception. Excuse me. Now, uh, the week before last week, Justin Fields they did not win. Uh, they had a close game against the Denver Broncos and Fields. Threw for 335 yards and four touchdowns and one interception. So, if you combine last week against Denver, last night against Washington Commanders, Justin Fields for the Chicago Bears, basically has thrown for 617 yards and eight touchdowns in two games. So, I mean, I know they're one in four. I get it. You know, and he can, you know, the team as a whole probably could do better. The defense, there's there's a number of, he's not the only factor why the Bears are one and four, but he is a factor why they, why they do have that one win and came extremely close last week against Denver. So it looks as though feels, you know, he got better at the end of last year for Chicago. He started out of the gate pretty slow at 0 and 2. And Owen, and then the then the next oh the next two get two losses didn't look that great, but he's gotten better in the last in the last two games, well, and he's one and one. If I so. remember right, didn't the, didn't they go into one game at the at the first half they had a almost a twenty point lead? I'd have to go back it. and look. I'd have to go back and, and then look, blew the lead. It would not and, surprise me. Uh, so it's like you said, it's not all him. Now again, by the virtue of the quarterback position, you know they get. More credit than they deserve when things go right, and they get more blame than they deserve when things go sure. wrong. Sure, it's you know, just there's a, the there's a whole of the lot. Beast. You know, there's the eleven. Of the beast. There's ten other guys on that field that he depends on to get, get and then his there's job another done. eleven on the on other, the other side. side of the right. ball that the whole team depends on. Sure. So, uh, you know, I think what's what you're seeing though is that typical maturation process that it takes about a year to a year and a half. Okay. For it to start clicking for a quarterback and for the game to what they, uh, you'll hear the term slow down for them, where things are not nearly as overwhelming. They start recognizing different keys and, and, and stuff. And I think we're starting to see where maybe Justin Fields, instead of that, you know, one year, his was going to be a year and a half. Right. And things are starting to click for him now. Things are starting to make sense as he sees them. Well, and, and the uh, game is slowing down for him. And now he gets to play like sure. he's, you know, he gets to use his talents because he's not having to think so hard. Right. And he's almost to getting do, back to, to what he's got a job. It seems like he's almost getting back to his playing level when he yeah. was at Ohio State. Yeah. I mean, he's getting that, slowing the and game happens, down, getting to that confidence level. And that yeah. happens at every level when you move up. I mean, from middle school to high school, there's that that freshman year is that year, learning year, and you got to think your way through the game and stuff. And then the other three years, you kind of react. Okay, then you go from high school to college. It's the same thing. You got to adjust, and, and it takes a year or so. You, typically, now again, there are exceptions to that. Okay, stuff. Uh, former and, and some other Chicago Bear news. Former Notre Dame All Star, All American wide receiver. And also a wide receiver uh, drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers, Chase Claypool, has been traded. So any of you fantasy managers out there had Claypool on your team, he is headed down to South Florida, and he's going to play for the Dolphins. And uh, I hope Miami's got their eyes open about what they're doing. He's This is his third team in the last year, 
And, uh, you know, and, and people can say what they want. Wide receivers, for the most part, they're kind of diva-ish. They, they kind of have want to be coddled, and they, they, they you know, they're, they're very kind of um, – no, I, I would, I I would be hesitant to, to paint the whole strong, receiver position that way. No, no but I mean, you, but, but you see, but but you've got to admit, over the course of time, you have seen more wide receivers say, than offensive linemen, defensive linemen, right. quarterback, running backs. Kind of throw more of a fit in the NFL. I mean, what about what about o- o- Odell yeah. Beckham Jr.? Yeah, I mean, we, we there, there's a whole there's a whole list of wide receivers that have kind of showed their rear ends over the years, done things that are um, flamboyant and kind of crazy. And Antonio Brown, I yeah. mean, those are just two that are just completely. But there's also off, just off the as rails. many. There's also just as many of those wide receivers that go out there and are workmen. Oh, and very, You know, you got AJ Brown. You know, for Philadelphia now, who was a Great receiver, great Absolutely. team player for the Titans and the and the and the Eagles. You had Jerry Rice who came in, worked his way up, literally from the ghetto up into and, and the, the upper it. levels. You, you I got get it. you got all those guys that are very workmanlike, very team oriented, very you know willing to block. And you're right. The, the the receiver position does I mean, tend on, to have Coach, does tend to have there, it. There's one Taylor Lewan for all yeah. of the offensive lines in, in yeah. the NFL. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. But you have multiple wide receivers that 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 show that show their. And I think it's who we pay attention to a lot of times. Well, too. and that's why they want attention yeah. paid to them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah so uh, he's headed to Miami, and uh, we'll see how that works out for him. And basically, the Dolphins and the Bears just traded a couple of uh, 2025 seventh and sixth sixth round picks back and forth. Uh, for Chase Claypool, but he is going to be a Dolphin, and I don't know how soon he'll suit up. But uh, that wide receiving, cr- the 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 group for Tua right now is is pretty crowded. I mean, you've got Waddle, you got Tyreek Hill, um, you know, you've got Smythe down there at tight end. So I don't know where they're going to fit him in, but then again. Uh, if if he's good enough uh, and he can fight his way into the starting lineup, then he's good enough. Now, um, probably the game of the weekend is going to be Sunday night, folks, and that's the Cowboys at San Francisco. San Francisco's favored by three and a half. Uh, that game's the Sunday night football game starts at seven fifteen. And Cowboys still, have made themselves relevant again. They have made themselves relevant, but you know what? The San Francisco 49ers are tough. They are juggernaut right now. Let me tell you why San Francisco – the number one reason why I think San Francisco is so tough, and we're about to go to a break, but I'm going to leave you with this. The reason the San Francisco 49ers are so tough and so hard to beat, especially at home, is they probably have the best defense in the NFL, and they play extremely clean on offense. They have had one turnover in four games – since since the beginning of this year. And if you do not turn the ball over, Coach, and you play the best defense in the league, that is a recipe for winning and possibly winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, having McCaffrey helps too. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, we're up against our first break. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake in with Coach Mike on the boards. Uh, give us a few minutes. We'll be right back to talk some Tennessee Vols, Bama football, and – Maybe some Major League Baseball right after this.
This is Coach Trader's Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee.
And welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined by my good friend Coach Mike on the boards here in the studios, WKOM in downtown Columbia, Tennessee. It is Friday, October 6th. First Friday for anybody that's coming down uh, to downtown tonight to enjoy the festivities around the square and, uh, and patronize a, our merchants on the square. So Yeah, it'll be a good night with a little competition as far as what's going on. You sure. Know, don't have a, a, like I said, don't have a high school football sure. game in the local area. Of course, the teams, you know, the followers that will follow those teams out and about will go, but. There'll be plenty to eat, but plenty, plenty to drink, here. And, and it'll be a cool night as yeah. opposed to, you know, some of our summertime nights have been kind of hot and yeah, all that so stuff. Break this out be those a, sweaters and, yeah, you know, be ready to be go. Nice and night to be out there and, around you know, the square. There you go. Uh, one thing we did not talk about that I want to touch on real quick is the Titans are headed to Indianapolis this weekend. And um, the, a couple of things about this game. That scare me. First of all, the Titans are favored at Indianapolis. That's terrifying. <laughs> um, I don't like it when I don't like it when outdoor teams are favored at indoor facilities. Um, and the Titans are a two and a half point favorite with a forty three total. Well, and on top of that, what's that, Coach? Go they, ahead. I mean, the Titans. I've always called them. They're a Jekyll and Hyde team. You know, I, I told you last week you know, they had a horrible outing against Cleveland. So I said, get ready for them to have a breakout against uh, Cincinnati. Sure enough, they did. Now, the the, sec- the the week after a win is always a toss-up. That's you right. never know which team is going to show up. And, and this, uh, is a, this is an AFC South and opponent. And this is a big game as far um, as the playoffs are concerned. Indy, Indy fell behind pretty big last week against the Rams, and then they came all the way back, tied it up, went into overtime, and wound up losing – uh, in overtime, uh, when a touchdown was scored by Paku Nakua, uh, the new sensational rookie wide receivers that the Rams have. And think about the Rams, they're getting Cooper Cup back this weekend. So they got Nakua and Cooper Cup coming back. Matthew Stafford should be having a field day uh, for the Rams. Now, the Titans, let's get back to them. Uh, they not only are favored at Indianapolis – which I, I, that line might drop, start to drop down the closer it gets to game time. Uh, that kickoff is at noon. Um, but the Titans get back the 20, excuse me, the Colts get back the 2021 NFL rushing champion in Jonathan Taylor. He's coming off of a four-game stint. Now, right before the season started, Taylor let it publicly known be publicly known that he was interested in a trade if, if if the Colts were willing to trade him. And Ursay and the owners of the owner of the Colts said absolutely not. So they wanted to make sure that Jonathan Taylor was uh, 100% healthy. So they put him on the uh, PUP list. PUP uh, is an acronym for physically, uh, unable, physically to, unable to perform. Right. So they put him on the pup list and uh, sat him for the first four games. Well, guess what? Four games are over. This is game five, and he comes back against the Titans. And it might, it, you know, it hopefully might, there's a little rust he's got to shake off. Let's, let's yeah, hope so. Either that, or he can come back either with a vengeance that, or he's ready just, to go. Or you know? he's powered up and, and rebooted and ready to rock and roll. And we're going to find out Sunday at noon. Um, but uh, I don't. I do not like the Titans favored by two and a half. Uh, their record's at two and two, and Indy is also at two and two. 
And um, it looks like AR-15, Anthony Richardson from Florida, is kind of gaining more confidence and getting better and better each week. Well, he's he's, uh, he's having that typical rookie year where he'll have flashes of brilliance and then he'll have flashes of uh, being the complete idiot on the I'm field. Not so br- <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not and, so brilliant. And that just happens with your rookie year. I mean, again, it's that learning. The game is still probably pretty fast for right. him. Uh, and he falls back on his, his instincts, uh, which are pretty good. But uh, – yeah, I, we got to take advantage I, of the fact that he's a now, rookie and that he hasn't seen the NFL style defenses as much. And let's and, and we got to take advantage of that. And, and let's tell our listeners what you and I do agree on. Um, not that we always disagree, but sometimes we do. But we do agree on this: the Titans and their success will depend on how the offensive line for the Titans perform, and Amen. that is not only in the running game for the benefit of the likes of Tajay Spears and Derrick Henry, but that will correlate how Henry does in the running game. If it's successful, will correlate to how successful Tannehill can be in the pocket and how much time or extra time he can squeeze out of pass play. It will also make a huge difference on the defensive side of the ball in the how many and <clears throat> in, in how much time the defense has to spend on the field and where they have to go on the field if the offense is doing well uh they'll either go on the field after a score the defense will go on the score after a score or or, three and out or (laughs) or you know if they're doing well it'll be deep in in indianapolis territory if the offense is not doing well there's a good chance that the defense is going to have to come in like you said like a three and out or they're going to be on tennessee's side of the field and it's a short what to call a short porch and they're having to, you know, scramble well, for their lives. If so we, if, um, if we get more, if if, if the Titans and and, our, and the fans and us as fan Titans fans get more of what we saw last week against Cincinnati, yes, over a ten, the longest scoring drive in the NFL this year was by the Titans last week. Ten minutes, I think, yeah. forty four seconds for a for a one scoring drive. I mean, that's almost a full quarter for one for one for one drive. If if the Titans can do that. Uh, a couple of times in the game, they'll win the ball game. Yeah, I oh, mean, yeah. There, there's no doubt because the other, obviously the other team can't score if the offense is sitting on the side on the sidelines. But if they can, if the, and that all depends on the offensive line and how successful they are in the trenches against Indianapolis. So and where uh, and again, I'll come back to where the defense has to come on the field. Are they on the Indianapolis side of the ball? Of the fifty yard line, or are they on the Tennessee right. side of the fifty ten, yard line? Hey, and look, and, uh, an eleven and minute that's a big difference. That's a 11, big difference. An eleven minute drive, let's say, that defense is rested when it comes yeah, back on right. the field. And I mean, they're ready to go. They're ready to hit somebody. And it also puts you know it makes, it makes the opposing team less two dimensional. They have to do something sure. big, and it's easier to defend a team when they have to do something big as opposed to being able to chip their way down the field well we'll find out um noon saturday so tune in and then the big game uh the primetime game saturday night like we said cowboys at the 49ers that's going to be a terrific ball game um now let's let's switch over to college local colleges sec let's talk about vanderbilt they're going to be at florida uh florida's minus 18 florida just came off a butt whooping uh 
in Lexington against Kentucky. Now they're favored by 18. A lot of people around here going, oh, man, Vanderbilt can stay within that 18. I'd be real careful about that. I'm there's afraid a, Florida's there, coming in with a chip on their shoulder. A, they're going to show. There's a reason show. why Vegas puts that at 18 and not 9 or 10 uh, because Florida is a much better team than Vanderbilt, and Florida's coming off of that that embarrassing loss in Kentucky. So be careful uh, before you put your hard-earned money on the doors right there. Now, number 22 Vols are off this weekend. Uh, and they need a weekend off because the next three is A&M coming to Knoxville after A&M plays Bama. And A&M could very well be riding high. Or they could be very upset. Or beat up, That's for that right. matter. That's right. And they've got A&M in Knoxville. Then they've got Alabama Going, they have to go to Tuscaloosa, the Vols do, and then and the Vols have to go to Lexington. Yeah, and Alabama's going to have some – To play Kentucky. Yeah, Alabama's going to have some revenge on their minds because so, they felt embarrassed by that loss last last year. Oh, I think so. And they're going to say, I okay, think they felt that, we're going to show this I is a fluke. They, I think they felt if, if a couple couple of plays just go their ways, they win that, they go well, their way, they win that ball. When you get a helicopter kick going I mean, through <laughs> the I mean, kick is literally spinning sideways instead of and, you know, and you have a receiver that drops a ball on the on the 15 yard line just hits him at the end of that ball game they hit jameer gibbs wide open yeah. nobody even near him now and 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 the quarterback puts it in his chest and he drops it i yeah. mean and and so and, and, we, though, and, and so you know tennessee stuff like yeah. stuff like that tennessee Alabama, played well in that game we're not gonna say I, it was I, a complete i'm not saying fluke. tennessee didn't play well but, I'm, not, uh, I'm but, just saying. But Alabama's got Alabama Alabama's played, got a chip on their shoulder Alabama, as well. Alabama had about that one. put themselves in the position to win the ball game, just didn't make the plays. Yeah. So that's what happened. Uh, now this weekend, there's some teams along with Tennessee that are also taking um, what we would call week five uh, or, or week six buys, and that is number 19, Duke. That they, they just took a – Heartbreaking loss to Notre Dame this past weekend. Mm. What a game that was! Number eight, Oregon. And they'll five, need some time to heal their quarterback. Five and, hopefully, five and zero. Oh, number eight, Oregon's off. Five and zero. Oh, number six, Penn State is off. Four and one. Number eighteen, Utah is off. And five and zero. Oh, number seven, Washington is off. Now, big games this weekend. We're going to talk about it. Uh, Jalen Milrow and the Alabama Crimson Tide go to College Station to play A and M. And that both teams are four and one. Both teams are two and zero oh in the SEC. And the winner, I, I predict, the winner of this football game is going to go to the SEC championship game. And it's they're going to be three and zero. Oh. They're going to have the, the huge advantage at this that's point. That's pretty logical. <laughs> well, I, I mean, anything could happen. Anything yeah. can happen. But I'm just saying. The winner of this game will end up representing the Western Division of the SEC in the SEC Championship game. That game is at 2.30 tomorrow. Uh, Alabama's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. And, uh, hey, I went to Alabama, but I'm not going to put any money on them. So, what does that tell you? Uh, number 23, LSU visits Missouri. Uh, LSU is 3-2. and two. Missouri is 5-0 and oh undefeated. But guess who's favored in that game? LSU. Yeah, who's Missouri played, though? All right. So, I'm saying. That's, that's the question. All, is, all, is, you, all you gamblers out there, don't get too fired up and say, oh, man, I love Missouri. They're undefeated playing at home against the LSU. has been beat twice, and, and they're getting points. I'm going to put that. I'm going to put this week's paycheck on Missouri. It's a bad idea, folks. I, don't, to, I told don't you do yesterday, don't do it. Missouri's don't, a lot don't, like don't, my, 
my Cowboys at Oklahoma Don't State. Do it. They'll now, start off strong, and then they're going to find a way to trip. <laughs> another big game, 5-0 and Maryland visits 4-0 and Ohio State in the horseshoe. Ohio State's favored by 20. Last year was an extremely tight ball game. Baby Tua is that under under center for Maryland. Um, that game might be tighter than twenty points. Another game, and all eyes are on Texas, Coach, as OU number twelve five and O visits Texas five and O number three in the country. Texas favored by six points. Going to be at the Texas State Fair. Everybody's going to have fried Oreos all over their face and their fingers. They're going to be playing under the statue of Big Tex right there in Dallas. Being, I grew up in Oklahoma and I've been an OU and OSU fan most of my life. And, uh, you know, of course, I am pulling for the Sooners in this. I predict they uh, win. I, I predict that. I say Dylan Gabriel from Hawaii. This I'm fine. Is, How are you? This year's almost from a Hawaii. wash as far as, as far as pregame right now. They're as even as they can be, and uh, it's going to be shot. a fight. Oklahoma beats Texas on Saturday. I, okay, I'm, I'll be. I'm hoping you're right. Number thirteen, Washington <laughs> State, four and zero visits UCLA, three and one. UCLA favored over this weekend. You've got in 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 the gambling world this weekend. Look at the spreads and look at how many teams are undefeated and are playing at home yet are getting points. It's it's almost it doesn't quite make sense to just a normal type gambler. So but Vegas knows what they're doing folks. So be careful about these undefeated teams playing at home and getting points. Don't don't be sucked into that Vegas uh smoke and mirrors game that they're playing with the numbers right here by taking the home team and the undefeated team, you're falling right into Vegas's trap. So just be careful when you come to those decisions with you and your money, okay? Because you work hard for it, and there's no reason to just give it away, you know, on, on a whim. You know, place your make make your bets, but make a smart bet. Don't don't fall into the Vegas trap. Virginia Tech is at Florida State. Uh, Florida State's at home, and they're favored by 24. I think they're going to kill Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech's terrible. Um, Syracuse is at is at four and zero North Carolina. Uh, North Carolina's ranked number fourteen in the country. Kentucky five and zero visits Georgia five and zero. I think the game will be close up until about halfway through the third quarter, and then I think Georgia stretches it on out just like thoroughbreds do down the stretch, and I think they win by twenty eight going away. Number two Michigan will be at at five and zero will be at Minnesota. Arkansas will be at number 16 Ole Miss. Notre Dame will be at Louisville. I think Notre Dame takes care of business. Georgia Tech at Miami. Fresno State at Wyoming. Oregon State at California. Arizona at number nine USC. I think USC, in my opinion, is the best team in the country. Just watch them the rest of the season. I think they'll be there when the playoffs come around. Uh, And we're up against our second break. This is the Front Port Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake. He's Coach Mike. We'll be right back. Girls, what y'all trying to do? 24 karat magic in the air. Hit the toes so clear. Look out. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. 
celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. Want to give y'all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. 
In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. And welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined by Coach Mike on the board, and it is Friday afternoon. This is our last segment. Hang tight. I'm going to give you some Magic 8-Ball predictions for this week, tonight and this weekend's games. Before, yes, sir. Before we get too far along, I do want to introduce somebody uh, okay. who's been with us through this whole show. She, uh, uh, our, our intern uh, working with me is Gia sharp and she is wanting to get into sports broadcasting in college she's in high school right now at central and uh so but she's been kind of watching over my shoulder and watching what i'm doing here and and, and stuff like that this is their experience day do they call it now we used to call it job shadowing it's the same idea well welcome to the show gia and uh you know any hey any 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 way we can help the younger generation along and get them uh, introduced to uh, broadcasting, uh, we're we're willing to help. And speaking of the younger generation, yeah, I know we, we got, got one of our better ones over we here. Got, <laughs> we got Big Lou Maddox and Big Lou, you, you and your father, uh, Big Lee, are headed down to uh, Franklin County tonight to call the Columbia Central game. Is that correct? It, yeah, unfortunately, we'll have to make that drive down to Franklin County. Well, you but, know, but, it'll be some good know, bond, it'll be some good father son bond, bonding time. Sure, uh, like we haven't had enough of that. This <laughs> But, I, understand. Um, I understand. I but understand. yeah, we, we had to we had to go to Franklin County last year, and the way the region has changed uh, this season, got to go back there. Uh, it's just kind of how the schedule played out this this year. But um, but yeah, we, we're gonna pack up a folding chair and set up outside the press box. And oh boy, call us a football game. Yeah, okay. they, they they get you set up outside, huh? That's how it works down. You gonna be able to tie into the cameras set up from out there, or I, I hope so. We're, we're we're gonna we're gonna to attempt to to get the live stream up and going. Um, I mean, we didn't work last week, uh, but yeah. Um, but we are gonna figure it out uh, when we get down there. So well, for all, and for all you Lion fans that aren't gonna make the um, pilgrimage to uh, Franklin County tonight, you can listen to. Lee and Lou Maddox right here on, not here, but on 103.7 FM, WKRM. Correct. Our sister station. As always, like like the lines have been on for over 75 years now. Yeah, so. this was kind of a reversal. You know, my, my, my connection with Lou, you, you ever in the movie uh, with uh, De Niro uh, that had the uh, – the intern, the sixty-year-old intern, yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. That's yeah. kind of what I was here about three years ago. Okay. I came in and was just learning the ropes. Lou was, was a high school student at the time and knew the ropes. He taught me. He taught me, he taught me how to do this, and, and basically because I was going to have to 
step into a lot of the roles that he was playing when he went off to college. And so now, <laughs> so now you find yourself paying back the favor to that's Gia. Right. To Gia. <laughs> and so uh, we right. get to get to pass it on to Gia and, and stuff like that. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, be careful, Gia. You might you might end up being here a lot more than you than you want to. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It might be. It might, it might turn out to almost be like a job. Yeah. And and we don't want that to happen. So, uh, okay. The we were talking about. Uh, the OU Texas game. There's another huge game, um, obviously, uh, in Texas this weekend in College Station, and that is going to be Jimbo Fisher versus Nick Saban. Um, Bobby Petrino at the offensive coordinator position has been hired by Jimbo Fisher. Um, Texas A&M is averaging 38 points a game now. They were averaging about 22 last year before Petrino came on board. Um, it's a big difference. And we're going to have to figure out that, you know, I, I think uh, A&M does not have Connor Wegman, who is their star quarterback. He is, uh, I think he tore an Achilles or something. Or I can't remember what he really did to, but anyway, it's not, it's not good. He's out for the season. Matter of fact, I think it's a foot problem. Yeah. He, he got rolled up on that. Okay. One, it on is a, back ankle. it is a foot problem. So um, they're going to bring in Max Johnson, who is a transfer out of LSU. He started some games at LSU. Matter of fact, he's, he played against Alabama when he was at LSU. So this guy is not st- still wet behind the ears. He's not, he's not green. Uh, uh, he is a formidable quarterback. And I think really this game is going to depend on – who helps their quarterback out the most, mm-hmm. right, Coach? I mean, yeah. I mean, you're not you're not going to lay the hand, lay the quarterback in that, lay the ball in the quarterback's hands like you would Tua or Jalen Hurts or somebody like that. You, you just got, you're going to have to help your quarterback. The defense is going to have to help the quarterback out. The special teams is going to have to help that quarterback out. Yeah, the, the, this this is a situation where neither quarterback is, like you said, is the the quarterback that can carry the team both of them are what we call managers of the game as long as they manage their team well they run what the coach wants them to run and they manage their teams well then their teams are going to perform well uh you're right it's going to have to be some of the other players that are, are going to have to step up and make the big plays uh the quarterbacks will make their big play will be controlling the game and not making turnovers okay and and, and that's know, that and that's a huge that's a huge job in and of itself. Sure. Along with the defense helping out these quarterbacks, right. you're going to have to have your you're going to have to have your coaching staff helping out these quarterbacks. People like Tommy Reese, the new coordinator, offensive coordinator for Nick Saban from Notre Dame, he's going to have to come in and he's going to have to call plays that put Milrow and try to yeah. keep Milrow. Uh, in his lane. Ahead of the chains. Right. right? Keep I mean, Milrow in his lane. Don't ask him to do things he's exactly not ready right. to do. So, you know. so that's that's what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to figure out it's going to be which teams, which, which, which defenses, special teams, and coaching staffs help out their quarterbacks the most. Okay? Um, another factor in this game is going to be the decision-making by the quarterbacks. You know, Milrow is similar to Tennessee's uh, Milton the Toaster. And he's going to, you know, they, when things kind of break down or that first receiver's covered, they're thinking tuck it and run, right? They're thinking get down the field mm-hmm. by using my legs. So the decision making. Well, actually, Milton, I will say this Milton was trying to get himself away from that. And I think that's what cost him a little bit. He well, was trying to be that pocket passer instead of. And, and of course, going ahead last, and taking off that with his legs. That last injury might have. That, 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 that yep. last injury might have 
curtailed yeah. that a little bit in this last game. So, so I think if he starts running a little bit more, he's going to be more effective. But, now, uh, another question is, is this the game that Alabama's past receivers, their past catchers break out? You know, they've got Burton that's a transfer. They've got uh, a couple of – They've got a couple of other uh, Isaiah Bond that's there. Uh, and like I said, Jermaine Burton. Um, there's some guys on Alabama's team that have quietly made a few catches here and there, but you haven't seen any of the Devontae Smith types, the you know, the John Mechie types that have broken broken out and had huge games. And Alabama might need somebody like that in and that situation. And after watching last year's team, you got to think that Burton, as an Alabama fan, might be that guy after he kind of showed some flashes. I, you know, you know, I remember watching him play uh, in Knoxville last year, and he made some. He made dude, some. Dude hurt good. us. That's right. And he's That's hurt some right. guys this year. He's made. Some, I mean, he, great, he made that great touchdown catch against Texas. Um, you got to see him be a little more consistent. One of the biggest developments in the first half of Alabama's season this year is Will Reichert, the place kicker, who's hit like, I don't know, 29, 30 straight field goals, something like that. And James Burnip, B-U-R, like Turnip, but with a B, uh, who could argue – those two could argue, arguably be the best kicker-punter duo in college football. Um, so – We'll see what happens. I think it's going to be a. I think it's going to be a great game. Like I said, I think the winner is going to go on and represent the West Western Division of the SEC. I think both teams still have to go through like LSU. Uh, obviously, Auburn, Alabama has to go through Tennessee and Auburn. So there's not an easy schedule ahead. But I think they'll have a big leg up with whoever wins this ball game goes to three and zero in the SEC. Now, um, Major League Baseball slate for this weekend. Um, as there are no games today, all the games start tomorrow. Uh, and uh, we're going to run that down. The Rangers and the Orioles play tomorrow. Uh, Twins, Astros, Phillies, and the Braves, which should be a great series. And the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks. I'm looking at that to be a great I, I predict this could be one of the best postseasons Major League Baseball in a very long time. And all, all these series now are best of five. That's right. right. They're so all best they're, they're going to have to series. make their hay quick. That's right. <laughs> NHL season, folks. All you Pred fans, 82-game season starts in five days. So five days from now. We're kicking off the NHL season. Pred fans, go Preds, go. I know you're all looking forward to that. Now, tonight, uh, Kansas State plays at Coach Mike's Oklahoma State. Magic 8-Ball says, take Oklahoma State plus the points at go home. Go Pokes. Uh, hope they, hope they Nebraska, hang in there. Nebraska is at Illinois tonight. Magic 8-Ball says, take the Illini, fighting Illini. Tomorrow, under – in the Florida State game, along with Florida State minus the 24. Wake Forest plus the 21 against Clemson. Georgia, lay the points and take Georgia minus the 14 in a hook. Alabama over A&M. The eight ball is the Alabama fan. I'm afraid about that game, but the eight ball says take Alabama. And the night game is take the Fighting Irish over the Louisville Cardinals. The eight ball believes that the Irish are a better team, and they'll outlast the Cardinals by six, seven points, no problem. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour for Coach Mike. I'm Drake. Thank you, Gia. Good to see you, Big Lou. We'll talk to you on Monday.